Welcome to the Don Pravda and Erica Gray Show. The Twist. Welcome to the Twist News. I'm Erica Gray. And I'm Don Pravda. Welcome. Well, there's a lot of talk, Don, about pressure for Israel to send weapons to Ukraine. A lot of pressure on Netanyahu. Netanyahu reportedly is considering, but this isn't the first time we've heard of consideration. Zelensky expects money from Israel, weapons. You have a deputy in Netanyahu's government now who suggests that Israel join this effort. What is your thoughts, considering that we just did a show concerning Lazar and the Jewish I mean, 200 Lubavitch centers, that's a pretty good-sized Jewish community in Russia that's got privileges now. That were founded during the Putin administration. Yes. With favor from the government, over 200. So what possibly then happens? And also there's the balancing act you've got with Russia and Iran and Israel what happens? I mean, what's well, your... It's very sensitive because there's thousands of Jewish people living in Russia. And of course, there are thousands in the Ukraine. And these are not new communities. These are centuries old communities and people are rooted there. However, it's a... When you come right down to it, there's a few things happening. There's a lot of Russian Jews who are now... And not only Russian Jews, there are non-Jews who are also moving to Israel, and they are being accepted. And then on the, on the converse, there are a lot of Ukrainian Jews moving to Israel. So there's a certain sensitivity that people are moving to Israel. And of course, Israel accepts these new refugees, but does Israel really want to antagonize this Russian government, which they've had very close ties now for uh, surely the last at least uh, 25 years. Yes, and I know there's a a pact in the works for trade as well with the Eurasian grouping, but I don't know what this is going to do. It's going to cause a major shift if Israel takes that complete side of the West. It's going to cause a major shift possibly in Russia's policy towards Israel. Or do you think Russia will still remain loyal to its, or on good terms with its Jewish population, despite mm. Israel possibly sending arms to Ukraine, right. but it could hurt It can hurt uh, Israel and Syria. their standing, uh, those communities in Russia, and there could be this dramatic change. And Israel and Syria yeah. and Russia, there's some, there is coordination there with Russia, with the, with Syria. It could affect that in a negative way. But I also can't imagine Israel completely going with the West. I, I like the fact that Netanyahu is right. just standing for the defense right. of Israel because going with the West means fighting a proxy war against Russia. 
That's basically the bottom line. Any country that is sending the arms is fighting a proxy war, is making that statement to Russia that the Russians that are in Ukraine are not important what is, as far as what's happened to them, that Ukraine remaining neutral is not important, that Ukraine becoming a member of NATO is now what Israel would be endorsing, which totally goes against Russia. That's right. So where do you draw the line? Where do you begin? Where does it end? Well, not only that, there's another issue here. Russia is also part of the Troika, and that's part of the peace talks, and they revive this from time to time. And you also don't need Russia taking a harder line against Israel. It's already tending to, it already is endorsing this two-state solution. I think it would be really detrimental for Israel, seeing that Russia is a member of the Troika, and also the statement that's made if weapons are sent. And But at the same time, we know that Russia also is looking to build its relations with the European Union and trade pacts and different pacts with the, it's already got an association agreement but that is being expanded upon. So when I'm saying trade pacts, in other words, the current agreement being expanded upon, and there's different trade agreements. I know it's got with Germany, with, with weapons. And so Israel's in a really tough balancing act here. I mean, wh what side does it go? Does it go the right. West? Does right. it go with Russia? Or does it do what India is doing and try to right. remain neutral? I think it's, it's going to try and remain uh, as neutral as possible. But also the U.S. is sending billions to Israel that Israel relies on. Of course. On. Uh, Israel relies on the United States. Israel received that enormous package for the Iron Dome for its own defense. It needs America. It needs the friendship of America as it had since 1948. This is not yes, new. But it also needs the friendship of Russia because of what's going on in the Middle East. And with Iran being a member of the BRICS, it's more important, although Iran actually stated that it didn't join the BRICS in an attempt to combat or act as a statement against other countries that joined the BRICS because that's what is good for the economy of Iran. But the fact that it's part of the BRICS, it has these close relations with Russia. Russia could end up being an influence concerning Iran and the future there with Israel and, and also maybe take some part there. I just see it as detrimental for Israel to completely toe the line of the West. And the United States is, if you're for us, you're not for us, you're against us. And if no. we give you money, we own you, we control you, right. you need to do as we say right. and go along with our barroom diplomacy and our bullyocracy because that's what this is. So I think it's smart on the part of Israel to just remain neutral in this or and to say we will I think, have I think to remain neutral because of our interests. In Israel, all these new Ukrainian refugees and mm -hmm. all these new Russian refugees. And as I've stated, not everybody is Jewish. 
in fact, who comes into Israel at this mm -hmm. time. I think there's going to be a lot of leaders communicating with these new refugees and listening very carefully to what mm -hmm. they have to say. Mm -hmm. Perhaps these are the people that have merit and have ideas, and uh, maybe they are the next journalists of the future. What to do about all this? Maybe there are solutions. Maybe, in fact, uh, well, Mr. Bennett is no longer the leader. Maybe Mr. Netanyahu could be a global leader and settle this war. What do you think about that, Erica? It's going to be difficult because he's not going to be listened to because the West is, you heard Biden, he's very bent mm -hmm. on fighting this to the end, not giving in. For some reason, it's very important to the American image to look like we are now fighting the big bad Russia and to make it look like we're winning in this war and that Russia just had this intent of being imperialistic, conquering other countries, totally taking Ukraine, and it's absurd. It's not what was being done, but most of the public doesn't pay attention to real news because they're too busy following uh, the U.S. news <laughs> propaganda outlets and they're not following other news to know that this is an involved history and you understand even the historical because you're also a history buff. Oh, so yes. you understand that. I understand more of it from the, the geopolitical from the last 20 or so years, but this is very involved and detailed and it's not so cut and dry as Biden is trying to present it that one day Putin just decided that we're going to have this greater Russia and go into Ukraine. It wasn't that way at all. This, is, this was a brewing conflict. And so I think that Israel, the best thing for Israel to do is to try to let it be known it's going to remain neutral. But it can't even do that because it's getting so much funding from the United States. Yeah that it doesn't want to anger. So I think when I read there's consideration, it's probably putting that out there to maybe appease, but not what Israel will probably do in the end, because Israel is not in a position to poke the Russian bear. Totally. Israel's a tiny country. If uh, you don't know that, I really suggest you open a map tonight mm -hmm. and take a look. It's just a, it's just a little blot on the map. It's a tiny country, but it's a miraculous country. And what I said to Israel about Puerto Rico, if Puerto Rico wants to be the 51st state, who should decide? The people of Puerto Rico and leaders mm -hmm. and a coalition. If they don't want to be the 51st state, fine with me. Let them decide. They're a nation. They are American citizens, by mm -hmm. the way. We don't have to go to war and say, you must do as we say, and uh, you will fly the flag over Washington. So mm -hmm. life is complicated, but I think there are answers. There are solutions. And there's a lot of great people out there who can lead and help and influence. Well, I think it's a bit concerning, though, when you do have that deputy who is calling on Israel to send the weapons and yeah. provoke the Russian bear. But... Also, you have to always think in terms of behind the scenes, you don't know what pressures are being put on right. the members. We, we're not there. We don't know exactly. Exactly. Right. And What's there's a lot of money at scenes. stake that right. Israel could stand to possibly lose. We don't know what threats are being made behind the scenes. American investments in the Ukraine from the past. What is there? What is happening? 
So Israel's in a very tough, very, very sensitive, very situation. sensitive situation because you've got Iran that is close with Russia. You've got the issue with Syria that Russia has been helpful with, with Israel. And you don't want to turn those relation. You don't want to turn that relationship sour when you have two enemies that this country that is your friend. Yes. And you don't want to turn that friend into your enemy for some barroom diplomacy, bullyocracy, geopolitics. That's not in and, the best uh, interest of Israel. And I go a lot further. And then I work for you as congressman from Kansas City. Can't help but uh, can't help to remember that there was this little man from Missouri who became vice president and president of the United States named Harry Truman. Without his leadership, there would be no Israel. It would not exist. That's how critical it was. He fought against the State Department. He believed in Israel, mm -hmm. and Israel became a nation in '48. And that's due really to the higher nature of mm -hmm. this country and this little man, Judge Harry Truman, who became president of the United States. So great things can happen if done with sincerity, honesty, and commitment. The question is, dollars. do we have that sincerity right. do we and have honesty that? in commitment as well? Or is this about corruption, greed, money? Yeah, yes. <laughs> you heard that word before. Money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, so that's exactly what's going on here. So any final words, Don? Uh, final words. Keep in contact. Let us know. What do you think? Yes. Contact us. Please continue to watch. And thank you for your time. And if you don't subscribe to our channel, subscribe. Check out our Amazon store. And until next time, stay tuned. Next time for more from Don Provder and Erica Gray for their twist on world news.